Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. And we are at Sweet 16. So sweet. Oh, you can just, oh, just like I'm getting diabetic just from how sweet the 16 is going to be. (laughs) Uh, We got a good one for you today. Let's start by recapping last week's audio round. Uh, which was a lot of fun. We had Mother's Day fun last week, and we acted out some scenes with some moms. Yeah, I'll, I'll and, just go ahead and apologize. What for? <laughs> you were a delight. <laughs> you are an you are an actor that you don't even know it. So when I was doing a trivia one night, it was the um, Star Wars haikus. Oh yes. And one of the, the way one of them ended was, no. <laughs> yeah. And I said it, and I said, by the way, I did not go to acting school. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably still was better than Hayden Christensen's uh, read of that line in the movie. He actually said yes the first time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your wife is dead. Yes. Uh, the uh, the line is no. <laughs> well, I'm gonna try a few different ones. Um, how about this one? Yahtzee. Maybe. <laughs> Bingo. Huzzah. <laughs> Huzzah. Oh yeah. He had a little Ren fair. Huzzah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you know Hayden Christensen is is a listener, so we should probably be nice. Oh, I'm sorry, Hayden. Props to Hayden. Uh, we're not hating Hayden. Uh, so here anyway, you had to name the movies that we acted out. So here are the answers and this week's winner. This week's audio round challenge winner is Chuck Duncan. Way to go, Chucky. Here are the answers. Why are you dying, Mama? It's my time. Forrest Gump. It's just my time. The Incredibles. Dash. This is the third time this year you've been sent to the office. About what? The Manchurian Candidate. Talk about that communist tart. Shut up with that mother. Shut up. Don't take drugs. Almost famous. Do you really want to go and live in that hotel for the winter? The Shining. Sure I do. It'll be lots of fun. Those are your hands. Edward Scissorhands. Just come home with me. Are those pussy willows? Dried ones. Cereal mom. What did you just say? Pussy willows, Dottie. Congratulations. You are the best. You hate the rest. You are the best and you are the best and you hate the rest. Why do they have to hate the rest? There's only two things you can do in life. You can win or hate everybody else around you. You can't do both? Mm, not not <laughs> this society. Not right now. You're either a winner or you hate everyone around you. Well, I'm proud of the winner. 
I am proud of the winner too. You win, you won, and, uh, and well I, done. And I totally know who we're talking about. <laughs> it is not as if we're recording this a little bit early Mm-mm. and we have not uh, even put the last podcast out. That not is not all, what happened at all. Uh, it's not that the last two uh, episodes we've recorded at the same time. That's nope. not it. I'm also not on my fifth beer. No, <laughs> no, she's, <laughs> she is not. And I'm not Tea sipping drinker. some. some uh, this just really is the difference between you and me. It's like I've got a cardigan on. I like I've got to have a tea. fun. Exactly. I'm a fuddy <laughs> and a duddy all wrapped up into one. I understand. I get it. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, party girl, are you ready to, uh, to uh, get into this week's podcast? Oh, my God. I'm like so ready. Let's do it then. Oh, my God. Now it's time for the lightning round. I'm going to ask Monica five questions. She is going to ask me five questions. Are they the same questions? No. Are they the same subject? No. Well, we're not sure, but oh, I that's hope true. Not. <laughs> you know what? I've never thought about that. One of these days are going to be like the same thing. Wouldn't that be hilarious? All right. Yeah, yeah. And if we do, <laughs> what if we had the same five questions? Oh my god. We that we just have to run out and like uh, like buy lottery tickets on that day. Totally. All right. What is your subject for me this week? New York City. New York. Get a rope. Remember that commercial? No. All right, I'm too old. That sounded creepy. There was a. Uh, it was <laughs> Is that a, about killing yourself it was a, in New York. <laughs> yes, it was. No, it was about. It was a salsa. It was a picante. It was paste picante sauce. Okay. Or, and uh, they were talking about where it was made in Texas and or El Paso or something like that. And then they were talking about this other competitor's uh, salsa. And they're looking at the jar and, and says, this salsa was made in New York City. Oh, and I, they all said, yeah. New York City. And then one of them says, get a rope. I do remember that. Because now. they're going to lynch the guy from New York City, which no, seems about right. Uh, they're going to lasso him. They're going to tie him to the bed and make him good <laughs> treats. <laughs> I am not going to forget that story from last week as for as long as I shall live. Your subject is... Jeopardy, in that all of the answers are in a form of a question. Oh my god! Five beers, and you give me Jeopardy questions. Right now, it isn't an answer that you ha- you have to form into a question. I don't. The answer itself is a question. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Like, uh, if I asked you about a Clash song, uh, you might answer, "Should I stay or should I go?" That would be your question answer. Okay. That? All right. Got it. You want to go first or second? I'm going to go first. Then go. Is New York City in the top 10 most populous cities in the world? I'm going to say yes. You're right. Yay. It's number nine. Yeah, it's barely there, but it's it's yes. Question number one for you. What TV sitcom starred Judith Light and Tony Danza? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Who was the boss on that show? I think she was the boss. I, uh, I think it was Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer. will be closer, Tony Dancer. 
multiple choice. Thank you, Lord. New York City is the most linguistically diverse city in the world. As many as how many different languages are spoken there? 300, 500, or 800? Hmm. I'm going to say 500. It's 800. Wow. Wow. That was my second guess. And my third <laughs> guess was going to be <laughs> the other <laughs> the one. The other one. <laughs> 800 languages. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it's a big melting pot and it's a big, you know, uh, place for people to come in from other countries. So it makes a whole lot of sense. And United Nations is there. I mean, it's, yeah, amazing. Have you been? You've been. I've been to New York, yeah. Love, love New York City. Your next question, number two. What Coen Brothers movie from the year 2000 is loosely based on Homer's The Odyssey? Oh, brother, where art thou? That is correct. Yay. Well done. Another a fantastic movie. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. The thing that was a revelation about that movie is George Clooney being goofy. Yeah, I love the, um, we're in a tight spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Dapper Dan man. <laughs> Yeah, for him making faces and being as goofy as possible. I love it when actors and actresses who usually are cast in like good-looking romantic sort of leads let the kind of their comic side come out. I mm -hmm. think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that was kind of the first time he did that, wasn't it? Yeah, up to that point he was ER guy and he had done a couple little actiony movies, but that was the first one where it was like, "Oh, and he's funny." Yeah. I think maybe it's kind of easy to be funny when you're handsome. Yes, the handsome, <laughs> handsome school of acting. Yes or no question. Was New York City ever the capital of the United States? Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, very briefly, but yes, it was. It was the actually the eighth capital for about four years, starting in 1785. Mm -hmm. So Philadelphia, of course, was the first capital. Right. And my favorite thing that I read when researching this was that Baltimore was the second capital because they had to leave Philadelphia real quick. And they're like, well, maybe Baltimore would be good. And then they got there and they hated it. <laughs> and one of the delegates called it an extravagant hole. <laughs> 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 and I was, I was like, that's a really good stripper name. Extravagant hole. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, up to the stage next. Extravagant hole to the stage. Okay, so there was eight capitals so before Washington, D.C. The first one was Philadelphia. Got it. Then they went to Baltimore briefly. Extravagant like, hole. Extravagant hole. <laughs> the third one was Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which was capital for merely a day. A one day? One day. <laughs> then there was York, Pennsylvania. Home of the peppermint patties, yeah. That's where the Articles of Confederation were drafted. Oh, interesting. Okay. Then there was Princeton, New Jersey, specifically Nassau Hall. Hmm. Then there was Maryland State House in Annapolis. Then it was Trenton, New Jersey. Wow. And then it was New York City. And then finally the Washington, D.C. And finally Washington, D.C. in 1790. 
until today. Wow. Wow. So they were moving all over the place because the murders are coming. Uh, folks out there on the uh, uh, listening to the podcast, especially people playing our quizzes here in the Seattle area, that's going to be on your quiz somewhere in your quiz. So I would uh, definitely put those to memory. That's amazing. And I it was love my that idea. Out. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the amazing part. Oh, I thought it was. I won't say that. <laughs> Really nicely done. Uh, question number three for you. In Looney Tunes cartoons, in uh, which cartoon does Elmer Fudd parody Richard Wagner with songs like Kill the Wabbit and Spear and Magic Helmet? I don't know the name of it. I thought it was something about a barber shop. Well, that's a different one. That's uh... the Rabbit of Seville. This is based on uh, a Richard Wagner uh, opera. Yeah, with like the Flight of the Valkyries. Mm -hmm. Wabbit, kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit. I remember it. I don't remember what it's called. It's based on something that Bugs Bunny says quite a bit. It's called is it What's, What's Up Doc? But it's called What's Opera Doc. Oh, yeah. Okay, I wouldn't have gotten that. One of my favorite cartoons of all time. Totally. Love that. That and The Rabbit of Seville. <laughs> yeah. I played in uh, I played in orchestras and we had to play The Barber of Seville Overture. And when you get to the section where you're playing ba-ba-ba-da, and he stands up on his head with all his little feet. You could just tell all the all the players are just thinking about that section because you all get everybody. You just look across the violin sections. Everybody's got this little smile on their face because they're just like his ears slapping that head. Yeah, I like when he stands up with all four of his feet on top of his head and he's like massaging with his toes. I bet that feels pretty good. It looked like it did. Maybe you can teach one of your cats to do that for you. Bastion, come here. <laughs> Bastion is sacked out now. <laughs> he's, he's tired of us recording. What is the name and nickname of Daniel Day-Lewis's character in Gangs of New York? Well, his nickname is Butcher Bill. No. Oh, it's not? It's Bill the Butcher. Bill the Butcher. <laughs> I've seen that movie exactly once. So, oh, it is Bill Butcher. I don't know. It's William Cutting. Oh, okay. Question number four for you. What Nickelodeon TV show from the 90s revolved around a group of teenagers called the Midnight Society? Are you afraid of the dark? I am, but what's the answer to the question? Are you afraid of the dark? I still am afraid of the dark. Oh, I get it. Yes, you got it. Ding, ding, (laughs) ding, ding, ding. I've never seen this show. Oh, really? Yeah, this is past my Nickelodeon watching time in my life. That was a prime for me. In 2013, Travel and Leisure made a list of the most visited tourist attractions in the world. In the top ten, three of those were in New York City. Name those. All right. Three of the top ten attractions in In the the world. world. Well, I've got to say that Statue of Liberty has got to be one of those. No. 
Oh no! Okay, I'll well, we get two more shots here. The Empire State Building? No. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm on the wrong track then. I'm on I'm on a different I'm on a different track here. Mm-hmm. Um, these are sites. Mm-hmm. The Guggenheim Museum. No. Wow. So what's on the list? Times Square. Oh, the, okay. I mean, I'm thinking Central about... Central Park. Okay. Yeah, we're thinking of areas. Grand Central Terminal. Okay, that one I should have thought of. The other two, I mean, I understand, but those like they're like big areas. I was thinking more like specific things. Okay. I can see it, though. Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I knew, like, once Statue of Liberty wasn't on there, I was like, okay, I'm on the wrong track, but I couldn't figure out where to go. Okay. Uh, last question for you, number five. What was the only hit for the band Four Non Blondes? Oh, my God. I know this because Sandy makes us go outside every time somebody sings in a karaoke. <laughs> Wise choice. Sandy proving once again not only an excellent mother, but a good friend. Good karaoke she companion. She Um... I can't remember. I'm going to be so mad when I hear it. Can you sing the chorus a little bit? No. Okay. Something about being high. Okay. Do you want to get high? Are we going to be high? Are you high? <laughs> How does no. it feel to be high? The, the song is called What's Up. Oh. Uh, the chorus has the line, the line, hey, what's going on? But they didn't want to name it What's Going On because there's a very famous Marvin Gaye song called What's Going On. So they decided to uh, call it just What's Up. So it's one of those songs where the title of the song isn't anywhere in the song. Mm. Well, isn't there a part about getting high? Yes, I take a deep breath and I get real high. And okay. I scream at the top of my lungs, what's going what's on? What's going on? There yeah, we yeah. go. You know, and the, as, a, as a karaoke host, uh, that used to get sung every week. I hear every it a week. lot when I go. I don't hear it as much. I don't hear it as much as I used to. It used to be a lot. It's and like now that it's died and out a little creep. Bit. That and creep used to be like every single... Those two songs were always like... Especially on busy nights where you would get like seven people wanting to sing those songs, and you'd have to tell them no, it's already yeah, like done. Somebody already did it, and people would rush in and be like, I, I, "I'm putting in what's up right now, so that no one else steals my song." Why? I, I don't, and I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know. All right, let's see how you did. You got one, two, you got four. You got three. All right, well done. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> we should have a little, uh, like, who wins little song. Congratulations, Monica. You have won. Congratulations, Aww. Monica. That was fun. <laughs> but now we're done. Now we're done with the old lightning round. Now it is time for game prep. Things you may need to know for your pub quiz this week. Let's get it going. May 15th, 
1928, Walt Disney releases the silent film short, Plain Crazy, the first cartoon to feature Mickey Mouse. It does not catch on. But later that year, his sound cartoon, Steamboat Willie, makes Mickey Mouse a star. Yeah, it's... I thought Steamboat Willie was the first one. It was the first sound one. That's Mm. the distinction. But yeah, Plain Crazy. Plain Crazy, he had a tough time finding distribution. This before Disney was a huge studio. But then Steamboat Willie, later that year, became a huge smashing success after the sound era started. You know, I just recently listened to... You must remember this Love episode about that podcast about Walt Disney. It was very interesting. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet. It was a good one. Yeah. May fifteenth, nineteen forty, Dick and Mac McDonald opened their first McDonald's restaurant in San Bernardino. The original menu is mostly barbecue items. Eight years later, they add hamburgers, potato chips, and apple pie and start to look a little bit more like the McDonald's that we know. If you had to eat McDonald's, if somebody said, you got to go eat McDonald's, what's your favorite? The fries. The fries are pretty good, especially when they're hot and super salty. Yep. So you, I never worked at McDonald's, so tell me, what is the best job within a McDonald's to have? Well, my favorite position was grilling the burgers okay but that might have just been me yeah i liked it because i was kind of like in my own little area and didn't have to worry about much right i just like put the patties down do the thing and then put them away yeah but i was like hungry all the time oh yeah I had to quit. I can't work with food. <laughs> no, I don't think I could either. I would I would be larger than I already am, and that's not necessary. May 16th, 1944. Happy birthday, Danny Trejo. Trejo is a former felon. Has appeared in such movies as Desperado, Heat, Con Air, and Anchorman. Do you know who this is? No. Take a look at the picture. That's Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah, I do know who Yeah, that yeah, is. of course, because he's been in <laughs> so many he's movies. He's a former felon? He spent time in San Quentin. Well, when he got out of San Quentin, he was working as a youth drug counselor, and he had a teenage patient that asked him for assistance uh, with his cocaine problems, which took him to a set of a movie called Runaway Train, and it was there that he got a job as an extra, and then uh, they liked his look. He's, you know, he's got this kind of tough guy look. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just kind of continued on from there. So you took him to the set of a movie called Runaway Train, Never Going, going Back. back. <laughs> runaway on, on a one-way one track. May 16th, 1988. C. Everett Koop, then the uh, Surgeon General, compares the addictive properties of nicotine to those of heroin and cocaine. I don't know anything about that. Nope. Um, well, you do, on occasion, I have seen you do a little heroin. So, <laughs> let me ask you. But you do that American Spirits heroin, which doesn't have the extra additives. So, that's the good, that's the good stuff. That's the healthy heroin. May 17th. 
1792. 24 stockbrokers signed the Buttonwood Agreement underneath a Buttonwood tree outside a Wall Street building creating the New York Stock Exchange. That's when it all began. Do you own any stocks or bonds or anything like that? Uh, like so many. <laughs> Let's take a look at your portfolio. Right okay. Now. May 17th, 1939, a collegiate baseball game between Columbia and Princeton becomes the first televised sporting event in the United States. What's worse than watching baseball on TV? Listening to it on the radio. Yeah. I like listening to the radio. The the worst thing for me to watch on TV is golf. Oh, God. May 18th. 1974, India becomes the sixth nation to test a nuclear weapon, joining the U.S., Russia, United Kingdom, France, and China. Pakistan and North Korea are the two other confirmed nuclear countries. Yeah, they came after India. That's definitely a list that could be in uh, trivia. It's good to know the eight confirmed nuclear countries. Yeah. Good job, all you countries. Yeah, good job. Amazing. So it, proud of you. But I will say this. It's amazing that eight countries have it, and we're still all here. Don't Ooh. jinx it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, wait a second. Knocking on some wood. There you go. May 18th, 1980, Mount St. Helens erupts in Washington State. Killing 57 people and causing billions of dollars in property damage. Uh, this was a huge deal when I was growing up. I heard it. Yeah. So we were in uh, in Wenatchee, which is in the center of the state, and we were outside gardening. And we had this big garden. We were pulling weeds and doing work outside. And I was 12 at the time, and we heard this sound this kind of very distant kind of boom and my dad joked oh that was probably mount st Helens going off because they'd been predicting it for a while they thought yeah, something like, was going to happen it, kind of like it was pretty active it was smoking something. there was lava coming out so people were predicting that it was going to happen and so my dad made the joke and then a couple hours later we see clouds of ash <gasps> coming over oh my and it starts to rain ash and we all Ew. went inside and watched it rain ash and uh my dad for a long time had these little uh, gerber baby jars filled with uh mount st helen ash and we had pictures and it got to a couple inches of ash wow and there was some cities in central washington where you drive through and uh, for years and there would just be ash still on the ground from from that it was a huge, huge deal. So, what was the guy's name? Harry Truman. Harry Truman. I knew yeah. it was a president's the name. The guy who just refused to leave. He was like, nope. And everybody's like, you're dumb. And he's like, no, I'm not. And then he died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, if, it's, if the mountain's going to take me, the mountain's going to take me. I'm and not it, going anywhere. And it did. And it did. May 19th, 1951, happy birthday, Joey Ramone. Happy birthday, Joey. Lead singer of the Ramones. One of my favorite bands. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What's your favorite Ramones song? Uh, Rockaway Beach. 
is one of my favorite Ramon songs. It's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't know what I'm saying, talking about, or do you? I might know it if I heard it. And finally, May 19th, 1962, speaking of happy birthday, Marilyn Monroe on this day sings happy birthday to John F. Kennedy at Madison Square Garden. Is that what she's like, happy birthday, Mr. President? That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. So, A, I didn't know it was at Madison Square Garden that she did I didn't either. Did I thought it was in the huge, White House. No, it was a huge event. Oh. And, uh... One of the things that I read today uh, was that uh, Jackie wasn't there. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> and that that was one of the last public appearances of Marilyn Monroe. She died like three months later. Very iconic moment of Hollywood meeting politics. I mean, she was the, I mean, she was at that point, you she know, one like of the, the biggest star, sex symbol. biggest sex symbol in the world. Marilyn Monroe. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. President, happy birthday to you. Thank Mr. President, for all the things you've done, the battles that you've won, the way you deal with U.S. Steel and our problems by the ton. We thank you so much. Everybody, happy birthday! It is now time for tips and tricks. It's time for tips and tricks and time for tricks. Time for tips and tricks. Tricky tricks. It's not... <laughs> It's not just the tip. <laughs> it's also the tricky tricks. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either. <laughs> but it sounds like we've entered into Quiz Fix After Dark. We keep going back there. It's hard not to go there. It's I just right next door to Quiz Fix during see. the day. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go back to a uh, topic we did a few episodes ago where we... Talked about some new musical artists that you might hear in an audio round and gave you some tips on how to identify them. And then we heard from a fan. A certain person on a certain team. Yes. Who said to me, knowing the new music is all that I have. Uh, I feel bad that we took away her, yeah. her one advantage. So... For her, we're going to do older music. 
we're going to do some classic rock. Which, you know what? I don't really know either. We're going to do the same format we did before where I'm going to play a song and we'll see if Monica can identify it. <laughs> oh my it. god, it's going to be so much harder. This is going to be hard. But um, what I did was uh, this great website, 538.com, did a, a poll a few years ago of a bunch of classic rock radio stations and they went through and they crunched the data of the most played classic rock songs. Uh, we're going to play a little clip. We'll talk about the band and maybe how you can identify them in your audio round. And we'll see how well Monica does. Monica, oh my God. This is going to be really embarrassing. I think this is going to be uh, fun for the whole family. <laughs> well, some of the family. <laughs> All right. Let's start with this one. I know the song. <laughs> I know the song, but you, I don't know. Who you know what the song is. is called? It's like sing with me, sing for the year. Yeah, yeah. Sing for the laughter, sing for the tears. So let me give you the name of the song. It's Dream On. Dream On. Is it Guns and Roses? Oh, we're going a lot earlier. Than uh, that's this what now. I thought we yeah, were, yeah, but yeah. it sounds like a Guns and Roses song. That is Aerosmith. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, that is Aerosmith. Now, Aerosmith kind of like Guns and Roses. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of the prototype to, Aer- <laughs> uh, to Guns and Roses. Aerosmith, for those of you who, I mean, a lot of people know Aerosmith because of, I would say, the younger generation probably knows from the Armageddon. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, the big yeah. bombastic song. Um, and they got big again in the 90s with songs like Crying and Crazy. And, Crazy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they were a fairly big band in the uh, 70s with songs like Dream On, Dude, Sweet Emotion. Um, that's the 80s. That was the, oh, one of the part of their well. comebacks. Walk <laughs> This Way, the Run DMC yeah, song. Yeah. That is an Aerosmith song. Um, you know, I how to identify them? Um, the singer is uh, Steve Tyler, and Steve Tyler has a very distinctive voice. What you heard just there, thats he kind of sounds like a gruffer version of that now. So if you can picture the voice of I Don't Want to Miss a Thing and maybe make it a little younger and a little smoother, that's your Aerosmith band right there. I can't believe I missed that. Yeah. But the, according to uh, 538's uh, stats, that is the most played classic rock song on classic rock radio in america wow yeah here we go uh this is the next band (laughs) see i know this song too and i have no idea yeah Is it one of the ones I mentioned to you earlier? No. Is it Journey? It's not Journey. I don't know. So More than a feeling. Is, I know what the name of the song is. Oh, that's good. Is. That's what, and you got one point. <laughs> I did. I got a point. All right. This band is Boston. 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 
And there are a lot of bands in this era that are named after cities or states. So that's always a good guess if you need to guess something just out of the blue. So uh, Boston is the classic Boston. And Boston's still around uh, touring. But the classic Boston was really two guys. Tom Schultz was the guitarist and songwriter. He creates those very signature 70s guitar solo sustained sounds. And then Brad Delp was the singer, and he's the guy that can just reach those really high uh, notes. How do how to recognize Boston? Well, that vo- that voice, Brad Delp's voice, is a big giveaway. They had songs like "Peace of Mind," "Long Time," "More Than a Feeling." Those are the big hits for for them. "Don't Look Back," another one for them. Um, they had a little bit of success in the '80s with a song called "Amanda." But uh, that was sort of their heyday. They're very much in the 70s, early 80s realm. So listen for that voice and that guitar tone, which is a very studio-ish, not like doesn't sound like a very live tone. It's a very studio-driven tone. Um, I would listen for those things to get your uh, get get to Boston. Nice. Yeah. I like them. You like Boston? Apparently. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's the next one. I think I sang this at karaoke before. I think so. I did, because I did it as a tribute to Dean Winchester. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Supernatural. So, so this is Kansas, right? This is Kansas. Yay, I got one. That particular song is called Carry On, My Wayward Son. Uh, Kansas... Uh, Really known for two songs. Dust in the Wind. Dust in the Wind, which you, if you've ever uh, seen Old School, uh, it's a song that uh, uh, Will Ferrell sings. Oh, really? Uh, when uh, Blue, his Blue oh, dies. yeah. You know, I can't listen to that song. Why? Because Makes you sad? Yeah. Makes you feel like all you are is Dust in the Wind? Stop it. Same old song. You're scaring me. Only for a moment, and the moment's <laughs> So, really, only two songs. Carry On My Wayward Son, Dust in the Wind. If you hear either one of those songs, that is Kansas. All right, next one. And this should be familiar for people in Seattle. So only because you had Se- said Seattle, yeah. is it heart? It is heart. <laughs> okay. That's the only reason I knew. Yeah, and that song is called Crazy on You. Oh, yeah. I know that song. So heart, yes, a Seattle band led by Ann and Nancy Wilson. Uh, Ann Wilson being the main singer and uh, Nancy Wilson being uh, one of the guitarists. Big in the 70s, even got bigger in the 80s with songs like Alone and Never and These Dreams. But uh, their 70s songs include songs like Barracuda, Crazy On You, Mm -hmm. Dreamboat Annie, um, Even It Up. If you're hearing a female singer with a very, you know, strong 
almost Higher. a little yeah almost a little uh Falsetto. yeah it's a high voice and it's a very trained voice it's not like you're it's not like a Janis Joplin sort of rough voice mm-hmm. it's a very smooth very high voice that's probably heart all right this is the next one on their list for songs that get uh, played too much on classic rock radio and this one is one of the rare 80s ones okay another one where I know the song but I have yeah. no idea no idea do you know what the song's called something about legs it is called <laughs> legs it's just called legs that is ZZ Top oh okay yeah ZZ Top and I'm gonna play another one that was right under this one okay. for ZZ Top yeah I know this song. little shark breast man so I was you know I was watching King of the Hill a whole bunch yeah. There's an episode where one of the members of CZ Pop is watching Hill. Oh, yeah. Turns out to be Hank Hill's cousin. Oh, I like that. In the show. I like that. <laughs> That's amazing. So they were on the show. Yeah. They've, and they've they have been around forever. They're a Texas band, so that makes total uh-huh, sense. Yeah. But yeah, they've been around forever. Uh, they were big, uh, kind of a big touring band in the 70s. Um, got a little bit of radio play with songs like Tush and LaGrange. Then really came on in the 80s when MTV uh, started playing their videos where they were these kind of mystical guys giving they were cars like, to What I learned men. from King of the Hill is that they were one of the first bands to do storytelling videos. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Give Me All Your Lovin', Sharp Dressed Man, Leg, Sleeping Bag. Uh, what you're going to hear from them is uh, it's a very straightforward beat. The guitars are very fuzzed and very bluesy. Um, uh, it's, and it's not difficult music. It's very straightforward. It's, you know, three or four chord changes at the most. And then his voice tends to be a little higher and a little rough. Um, and this is the band, for people who don't know, this is the band of the three-piece where the two main guys have very long beards and the drummer doesn't have a beard. But and his, his last, last name, name is Beard! beard. <laughs> yes, every trivia player needs to know. Frank Beard, drummer for TZ Top, does not have a beard. Uh, all right, let's get to the next one. It's another one I know the yeah. song. I think a lot of people get this in the audio rounds when it goes classic rock, where it's like, I know this, I know this. I know it. I know it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Got any idea on the on the song title? Rock and roll all night and party every day. Well, just, <laughs> just rock and roll all night, and this is Kiss. Is it Kiss? I was going to say that. Yeah, Kiss is awful. You know, they they don't. So from my era of being a little older, that Kiss was huge, but not 
played on the radio much. They were huge because they wore makeup and they were huge because there were comic books and there were lunch boxes and there oh was I mean it was a huge industry of these guys just in their costumes and the makeup and all but that. They were awful. The music does not hold up very well. <laughs> um you know, the only two songs you would probably ever deal with are Rock and Roll All Night and Beth, which was their big oh, ballad yeah, hit. That. Uh, all right, let's get. Uh, we've got a few more here. Let's try Maybe. this one. Yep, know the song. Have yeah. No idea who it is. Do you have any idea of the, the title? Does it have the word mama in it? It does not. Oh. Well, it should. <laughs> Well, this is Renegade by a band called Styx. Styx, S T Y X, big in the '70s with song like uh, songs like "Lady" and "Come Sail Away" is probably one of their better ones, better known ones. Uh, "Babe," "Too Much Time on My Hands," uh, that song Renegade. And then they got into the 80s with songs like Mr. Roboto was a big hit for them in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, high-pitched singing, lots of high-pitched singing in that one. They have a couple different singers, which might get tricky with sticks, because oh. you can get Tommy Shaw singing, who has a very a very high-pitched voice. And you can get Dennis DeYoung singing, where he sings a little more like a show tune Broadway singer. Like uh, Come Say the Way is... Uh, Dennis DeYoung singing and you just heard uh, Renegade which is Tommy Shaw singing so you get these kind of different tones with them and they do have a lot of keyboard stuff in their songs too they're one of the bigger keyboard bands uh, or the incorporated incorporating keyboard bands into their rock music so uh, if you hear some piano and keyboards in there because Dennis DeYoung was a keyboard player you hear a lot more of that so uh, listen for the keys listen for those vocals and you'll you can guess sticks for that Oh, this is a good one uh, that you've. Uh, most people know this song. Here we go. Ready. Any uh, guesses on the song title? Hang on, wait till we do a chorus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, in an audio round, you can't usually say that. Oh. Oh, this is the wrapped up like a douche song. <laughs> it is exactly the rap. It's called Blinded by the Light. Blinded by the Light, wrapped up like a douche. Now, that is Manfred Mann, and that is uh, that one you're just going to have to remember because is that they had like a one hit they had two hits and uh, actually three hits, but you got to go back to the 60s. So Manfred Mann started back in the 60s. They had a song called Quinn the Eskimo, and then maybe their most popular 60s song was Do Wah Diddy. Do Wah Diddy, Diddy Dum, Diddy Do. And then they kind of disappeared, and then they reappeared in the 70s and did that song. That song written by Bruce Springsteen. Really? Uh, yeah. So that was their kind of their big comeback hit and their only big hit of the 70s. So that one you just have to know. 
Blinded by the Light, Manfred Mann, or Manfred Mann's Earth Band, as they were also billed. Uh, most trivia people will take either one of those. I know I will. Hopefully this helped a little bit. Maybe get you an extra point or two. We, um, did, we did this because, well, Paul did this because I don't know this. Yeah. But it's because we care about you. We do care. We want you to win. We, we want, want you all you to win. Win, win we, your puck I want to give out three first place prizes every time that I yeah. host. Yeah. We want you all to be winners. <laughs> so hopefully this helped, and I hope you enjoyed it. Ladies and gentlemen, name that tune. All right. In this week's audio round, we are returning to a favorite uh, TV theme songs as Meowed by myself and Meownica. This was definitely a favorite by more people than just us. <laughs> I have had re- I have had a lot of comments and requests about... People wanted the meowing to come yeah, back? Yeah, they liked it, they loved it, they want some more of it. Well, then they're just about <laughs> to get some. So we have picked uh, seven TV themes uh, and we're going to meow them. And you just have to name the shows. And the only hint we'll give you is all of these shows were in the 90s at some point. Some of them originated in the 80s. Some of them stretched into the 2000s. But all of them were in the 90s at some point. They're 90s-ish. They're 90s-esque. They're 90s adjacent. Yeah. Uh, So one point each for each TV title you get right uh, seven points possible. Send your answers in to quizfix at gmail.com. Here is your audio meowed. Your audio round starts meow. One. Meow, 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 is that how it goes? That's good enough. <laughs> That's good enough. Four. Meow, 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 meow,
喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵喵。Yeah, that was good. Mianica approves. That was the audio round. I want to leave in the laughing here. So that was the audio round. So send in your answers to quizfix at gmail.com or on our website. Uh, go to our contact page, quizfix.net slash contact, and enter it there. Let us know who you are. Let us know where you are listening and get your answers in. Just name those TV theme songs. Monica, tell the nice people where you host. Tuesdays. Ballard at Fitzgerald's. Wednesdays, Georgetown at the Blue Grouse. And I am Mondays at the Skylark in West Seattle. Tuesdays at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Thursdays at the local 907 in Renton. You can also play with Jason on on Thursdays at Murphy's in Wallingford. All start at 7.30. All are fun. All are free. And the Skylark and the Murphys are both all ages. And the Blue Grouse is getting closer to outdoor. Uh, maybe by the time you're hearing this, this starts in the outdoors. But uh, they have outdoor seating, and we do the trivia outside when the, the uh, weather is accommodating. That is great. So uh, hopefully by the time you're hearing this, that has started. And it's dog-friendly there, so bring your dogs and play trivia as well. Tell everybody what happens next Monday. Next Monday, the 22nd, we are going to be double hosting at the Skylark Monday night and recording it for a live version of the podcast. That is correct. So uh, be there at 7.30. It's going to be fun. It's free. And we're going to have a blast doing it. And as a little enticing uh, secret about mm. one of the surprises mm. is that the theme song will have a verse. What? 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 I wrote it. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's going to be amazing. I've I have got a sneak peek on the verse and it is going to be good. So So come out if you want to hear that. Right on. Uh and as always, write us a review on iTunes, rate us, give us some stars, give all the stars you can. Uh also just let us know how you're loving it and uh, what you want us to talk about next. Quizfix at gmail dot com, the easiest way to get in touch with us. Uh, that is it. Uh, thanks for uh, listening and downloading, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial.